and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. We're going to talk about Lordship today for our devotional. And I want us to read a very short but very familiar verse from Luke 6.46. And it says there, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you? You know, it's a very challenging question that the Lord Jesus is asking the people then. And if you actually take time to backtrack a little bit more from those verses, you'd see how Jesus just finished teaching the people about very hard truths about loving your enemy, judging others, and many more, and he ends up with this challenge. You see, when Jesus came here on earth, the first message that he declared is this, that the kingdom is near. Yes, he came to restore and redeem, but we need to understand that he is also the king who came to rule and reign. That's why his teachings are not just about on how would this kingdom look like, but it It's also about the king as well. And as much as salvation, redemption, and restoration are messages that Jesus declared, we need to understand that his message is a message of lordship. A message that the king needs to rightfully take his place on the throne. And lordship, you know, simply put, just means because Jesus is king of kings and lord of lords, We believe that wholehearted submission to God's will and His Word is the starting point and the foundation of spiritual growth. Now, let's break that statement one by one. Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You know, this is a very heavy and loaded statement, especially during that time. Because historically, when Jesus said this to the people then, remember, they were under the Roman Empire. And the king is responsible for their security from the enemy to give them a source of identity as a nation, as a people, and to give his people direction for the future. Now, when Peter was also explaining in Acts who Jesus is, he said in Acts uh, 2.36, Let all all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. So when Peter made this statement, he is saying that, He came, you know, Jesus came to depose the little kings and lords over our lives. That means all other of all other sources of security, identity, and direction should bow down to the ultimate king who is Jesus. And whenever there's a king, there's a sense of order. You know, when you go back to Genesis, when the king, when God rested on his throne, there's that sense of rest there's that completeness there's that order because everything is 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 in its proper place see the reason why there is so much chaos in our world in our hearts is maybe because jesus is not yet lord over that specific area of your life maybe it's time to ask when there's certain you know disorder or chaos in our in our soul maybe jesus is not sitting on the throne of our life and that is what jesus came here for to rule and reign every throne, including the throne of our hearts. The question is, when we look at the throne rooms of our lives, does it depict His Lordship? When we look at the throne room of our studies, does it depict His Lordship? Our relationship, is culture the Lord is, or is Jesus the Lord? Our thought life, our finances, social media posts, is it coming from pressure as the Lord or does it show His Lordship? You see, Jesus is Lord of all. But the great news about this is that Jesus, as our Lord and King, is not a detached King. In fact, if you look at 
in First Chronicles 16.34, it says there, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His steadfast love endures forever. You see, the King that we bow down to, He is good. And His steadfast love endures forever. When people choose to run away from Him, He chooses to draw near. That's what Jesus did for each and every one of us. We chose to rebel and run away from God. But Jesus came to save us and bring us back to the kingdom so that we can once again experience true security, redeem our identity, and put us back in the right destination. That's why if we have a revelation of that kind of king, that kind of Lord that Jesus is, the only reasonable response is the second part of the statement. It's wholehearted submission to God and His will. God's will and His word. You know, obedience is the rightful response to this. Obedience is not optional. Jesus is Lord whether we acknowledge it or not. We do not have an option of receiving Jesus as our Savior, but not as our Lord. You see, acknowledging that Jesus is Lord is not just the starting point, but is also the foundation as we move forward in life. It, it's interesting that if we continue on reading the verses that we read initially, Jesus then gives us a picture of lordship that is in connection to building something. In fact, if you read verses 47 to 49, that's what it says there. Everyone who comes to me and hears my word and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. In essence, Jesus is saying that His Lordship is the foundation on which everything should be built on. How we build determines how we live. And as Christians, as we declare that Jesus is Lord, we are also saying that His Word will be our standard. Who you follow determines your destination and who you follow determines your action. May the Lordship of Christ be seen in every area of our lives. Let's just take this time to pray. Lord, we just want to thank you for this day. Lord, we acknowledge Jesus that you are the Lord and King over every area of our life. And today, even as we're going through this devotion, if there are areas in our lives that are not yet fully submitted to your Lordship, Lord, we come to you and we acknowledge that today. In fact, why don't you take that this time right now? If there are areas that the Lord is pointing out to you today, right now, don't wait for another moment. The Lord is allowing you to respond to that call to really submit to Him everything. Just take this time. Take a few moments uh, of this time and just say, Lord, I submit this particular area of my life unto you. If it's finances, just say finances. Lord, I pray that you'd be the one to be the Lord over this finances. Lord, you'd be the one to, to Lord over, to reign over my emotions. You'd be the one to reign over my relationships. You'd be the one to reign over, you know, the way I handle time, the way I handle, handle the things in my life. Lord, would you allow them, God, to submit all these things unto you today. And even as they willingly submit it to you, I pray that they would experience how gracious, how loving, how compassionate, how good, a Lord you are to us, that you desire to give us security, you desire to redeem our identity, and you are going to allow us to be directed to the right path. In Jesus' name.
Amen. Let's just respond with wholehearted devotion to God once again through this song. As we end, let me just declare these blessings over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and give you grace as you continue on your day today. God bless everyone and may Jesus continue to be shown and reflected as Lord over your life as you live your life today and every day. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.